This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, well, cool. If you don't mind, we'll just jump right in and yeah. talk about talk about Hooded Menace for a little bit. Yeah. Um, new record, the Triton Spell. Is that correct? Did I say yeah. that right? Uh, now that it's just about, well, hold on, let me restart that. The Triton Spell, is it out yet or is it about to be out? Yeah, it's about to be out uh, late August. Okay, that's what I thought. My, my notes were all screwed up here. So now that it's done, I'm assuming everything's recorded. Yeah, everything's recorded and it's, uh, it's being pressed right now. So and we already released a, uh, the first single a month ago. And the next one is going to like be out. What's been, the re- what's been the reaction so far? I think they've been pretty good, actually. Uh, uh, considering the, the fact that it's, um, there's a bit change to the overall sound, sound like uh, in terms of having those more traditional heavy metal elements mm-hmm. to it compared to the, the earlier ones. I think it's, uh, it's actually quite uh, nice to see the feedback and reactions that people actually got it quite well, the whole but, thing. Was that a conscious change or is that something that just happened over six albums? Um, as I'm not the I'm not the one who writes the songs because it's a it's a the main guy he's a guitar player, uh, but it, what I've been talking with him about the whole whole writing process it's been it's been more like a natural natural thing right but like uh, but he's a he's a he's a guy who grew up with the with the 80s heavy metal like the classics right yeah and, and and that's that's basically the things. The, the music he's been listening to last couple of years, right. like, like, okay, maybe some death doom classics, but mostly just the, the eighties heavy metal, even the softer ones, like including rat and dog. And yes. Like that. yeah, that's right up my alley. Right. Yeah. So it's uh, I, I think he's been, he has, has been having that itch to do something like this since the last album. And, uh, and now like I've been doing the vocals for, the last five years mm-hmm. this is the second album i'm I'm doing the vocals and it like uh doing a bit more um not 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 that uh really low growls like he mm-hmm. did uh it's more like a bit more dynamic to it if even if it's not that like brutal right uh now he's he's got the sort of uh he's got the instrument to write the, the vocals too for that kind of stuff Sure. Because the pre- previous previous material, he if he would have been doing the vocals, it just maybe wouldn't fit that well, like it, it does now. So now he's got more like a like he can he can use all the spectrum he, he right. wants writing right. the songs. Do you find that 
with the change in sort of the music and what, bringing in those influences, the themes change a little bit when you're writing lyrics? Or the uh, theme? I, I think the themes that have been, have been uh, staying quite the same. Like, like, okay, maybe the couple of the first albums, they were more like this uh, straightforward horror stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, like actually like referring to some like movies and stuff. Right. But after that, after that, the several records have been, uh, it's, there, there has been some inspiration from the, uh, the horror movie stuff, but it's, it's getting more and more into the, um, how you could say, uh, a bit more abstract ways of like lyrics. Uh, so it's, it's more like a, getting the atmosphere down. And so it's, I, I think it, the lyric wise, it's quite the same. Okay. I think, yeah, is, so it's, yeah. Is there a message or something you want your fans to take away from after listening to a Hooded Menace record? Not, 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 uh, not a message like to, to preach off anything like that. It's more like, um, I think it's the lyric, wise, lyrics are there to support the, the music, the music is the message, the whole atmosphere, the emotions you get from it. So it's that the lyrics are, they're more like to, to paint a picture, a, a more graphic picture of the, the whole atmosphere. So it's that, and, and that way it's not too like, like even the, if, when there's a, some, uh, say a movie inspiration behind the, the lyrics, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, uh, more fitting to kind of uh, detach from that, like the the too uh, accurate picture, and get more to the the whole like ex- expressive side to it. Okay, so uh, let me let me ask you one more question about songwriting, and then we'll move on. When you guys are writing songs, are you writing songs how they'll come across on stage, or are you writing songs just for the song's sake, and then you? <laughs> figure it out on stage um yeah yeah the, like i said last step he's the guy who who writes the songs and he's a, he's a uh he's he's actually the the one that writes the songs like 100 percent like ready when we get to oh the really so you just go in and, and do it yeah 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 so he's he's, a, he's the guy who he all, all, he even like arranges the the lyrics like all the rhythm parts even oh, though wow. he's not sing, singing them anymore, he's right. like a, he, he's got the whole package done. When and he just delivers video. it. Yeah, so it's a, like when, when we still were doing those gigs, it was like we just we just do the thing we did did in the studio. So it's 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 trying to get as accurate as possible right. and as true to the the original sound to it. How did you guys get in uh, touch with Season of Mist for this record? Uh, I can I can remember how how we originally got. I, I think it was last I was in contact with them somehow. But it, this is the second one coming out from Season of Mist. Okay, so, so uh, it was I think it was like 2017 when we were recording. Gotcha. I thought this was the first one. What was yeah, it yeah, like? Yeah. What was it like recording and doing this whole record and even doing the release and marketing and all that stuff in this weird new world we live in? Uh, I, I think we're the, we're the ones that 
the band that haven't been ha- having like too much uh, too much of the disturbance of this whole pandemic stuff because uh, the way we record stuff we we live uh, we're we're used to live like uh, across the across the country mm-hmm. and we we do the drums in several different studio and then we do the they do the guitars at a different place and I do vocals here in Helsinki right. so it's a it, it was like that 2017 already so it, it's a it's the same process same process right yeah the very same process and now like a, both of the the last uh, these two albums have been um, the, the engineer of the of the record has been outside Finland mm-hmm. it was a uh, this Jaime Gomez last time and now Andy LaRoque. Oh, really? From King Diamond? Yeah, yeah. He, he, he was the guy who, who was, uh, he, he mixed, mixed the album and mastered the album and uh, did the, uh, the guitar recording stuff like, for, like, um, like mixing the guitars right. recorded here. So it's, uh, it's been like bouncing, bouncing the emails <laughs> all over right, the globe. Right. So it's it's not that different, like the the pandemic situation. It's, That's good. It's just, it didn't affect you at all. Yeah, didn't. So I've got to ask you. You guys are from Finland, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the water or what's happening over there. But why are there so many metal bands, good metal bands, that come out of Finland as opposed to like the rest of the world? Uh, that's pretty hard to tell. I don't, I, I, don't, um, I mean, per capita, it's got, if you did the numbers on it, it's got to be amazing because everywhere I turn, there's another Finnish metal band. Yeah. I, if I recall right, it was actually even Obama who was like having the statistics about Finland, like having most heavy metal bands per capita. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It was like interview of him. I, I've seen that, the footage. I, I don't know. What what was what was the context? But <laughs> it's actually yeah. right. I have to look it up because I just find it amazing every time I look at, at you know where a band's from. Holy shit, they're from Finland again. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to tell. It's, um, I've been I've been trying to figure out myself. Like, <laughs> um, and it's uh, even in, in Finland. It's it seems like the, that. The smaller the town, the more isolated like areas you've got, the more they got, get have those bands right. going on. And like, um, and the good thing is that like lots of originality going yes. on. Like, so I, I think I I, can, I don't I, can, I don't I can, I don't think I can tell up anything about like this whole global global right. context. But in Finland, like seeing these bands coming from smaller towns, smaller cities, isolated areas. It's, I think it has got to be something to do with like, uh, like these uh, really enthusiastic people, like finding themselves like smaller sea, like not, not even scenes. It's like, like individuals gathering together and like trying to get it done. Like, of course, in, in bigger cities, there there might be some like scenes going on, but be metal or be punk, it's uh it's usually more like um, it's just like people have the urge to do it, not yeah. not like like not like being part of this scene that much. More like a and and more the more isolated you are, 
the more you gather your own vision, like right. not, not not to be affected too much of the others. Maybe of course the the whole like since the tape trading scene, it's it's been like global, like right. people changing ideas and stuff. But it's not like that. You you have to be doing like these gigs like again and again and again it's more like hanging out at rehearsal places right getting stuff recorded and put it out as somebody from the united states i picture it like everywhere i go every 7-eleven or every convenience store or grocery store i've been running into metalheads with battle vests on it's not is it? <laughs> oh uh, not not exactly like that but yeah it, i I've, I've got some friends like um abroad and and when they visit finland it's some like someone has something sometimes said that it's it's funny to see like underground metal shirts that yeah. much but it's that it's not like every every other <laughs> people right like walking right. like passing by is like a metalhead but it's i, I think it's um it's it, it's not that like weird anymore right. here do they play metal on the radio there yeah, yeah, we've got like double radio stations. The radio stations actually quite much suck nowadays because yeah. it's 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 like the more like the bigger corporations yeah, yeah. owning owning like almost every one of them. Right. We got some like independent smaller radios, but it's like you can. Yeah, I I think the listeners for those programs are like for, from ten to right. hundred at max. Right. But it's a uh, but there are like a couple of uh, bigger radio stations that have this uh rock and metal rotation going on gotcha. but it's it, it usually like playing those same metallica songs all over yeah, yeah. so it's it's not like like maybe a couple of uh couple of like the guys who are doing their own programs might be like playing some underground right. metal music and but I, I think it was was more like that in 90s we gotcha. had like it, it wasn't that like not these playlists and all that stuff. Right. So let's get back to hooded menace. Um, you guys have any kind of live plans now that things are starting to open up or what are you guys uh, planning? And not, not actually like we, the last, last show we played uh, was 2018 in a, uh, in Killtown death fest in Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. And that was, uh, that was supposed to be like the last gig we <laughs> we're going to play actually. Oh, really? Not not like that. It's 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 like uh, for infinite, but it's uh, it was more like we'll see if we ever play again. It's a, it's more like some. It's to, to do with uh, some guy, some of the guys not too keen on playing live. At, like at the first <laughs> place, last year last year we were supposed to do the uh, when the the second album Never Cross the Dead. Had had its ten uh, year anniversary. We were supposed to do the European tour, but because of the pandemic, it's got right. like canceled. And now it's like it, after that, there haven't been any talks about like 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 no no consensus about returning right to returning to to, uh, to do the gigs. I think Lasse just had gave some interview uh, <laughs> to some like web page. Uh, where he said, where he was asked about the same thing, and he his answer was something like like that. Uh, no, no interested in, in not interested in gigs, pandemics or not. <laughs> so, what about 
Okay. Not even live streams, not doing anything like that. No, no. I, I we, we just, we just, um, we just did a, uh, the music video shooting last right. week. And, and that was the, the, actually the first time we were playing together as a band uh, since the 2018, because we haven't been like doing the whole band together rehearsals for the record even. Right. So, so that was the, the closest to the live show <laughs> we, <laughs> we've been getting like for several years. And I, I think it was like, um, it was fun to do, but uh, I don't know. Of course, you never, never say never. It's, it's, it's might be, it might be like if we get some like really tempting offer. Right. No, I get like it. Like to, to, to do the, the really like, I don't know, some, some band warming up some band that, like everyone loves from their heart, right. something like that. It, it has has to be something like that, not just doing any reg, like ordinary metal bar gig or even just like touring our asses off. Yeah, it's, touring in a van is is for young guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, <laughs> I, I, and I'm the I'm the youngest one. The other oh, yeah. ones are like like ten years. Oh, really? Older than me. Yeah, yeah. They've been doing this like from the late eighties. So yeah, I couldn't imagine. <laughs> Not at my age. I'm not getting in the van unless the money is big. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's, <laughs> that's the case with the other guy, others too. So uh, I think I've covered everything I had on my list. Did I miss anything you want to cover? Mm, I don't know. I haven't, be, I haven't been thinking any, any, anything myself. So, yeah. I'm, I think we covered everything, right? We talked about uh, the triteness bell. Six albums in the scene pandemic yeah i think we covered everything on my list are we good yeah we're good awesome i can't wait to listen to the record i've only heard the single so or the the first one but i'm looking forward to it yeah and whatever you guys are doing over there in finland keep it up because you're inspiring the rest of the world (laughs) (laughs) be well my friend take care yeah you too thank you bye bye the number you have reached is 100.7 WMMS. It wasn't just a radio station, it was a lifestyle. Cleveland is, is a rock and roll city for sure. I do like the struggles. Get down! The wrath of the buzzer. WMMS. Cleveland. The rise and fall of one of the most iconic radio stations in America. Profiles. The wrath of the buzzard. P-R-O-H files. Subscribe now wherever you get podcasts.